looks like we've made it. It's not morning. I was trying to be quick about it. Um, good after, good evening. Hello. Looks like we've made it after all. Yes, we're here. We're here, and it's Thursday. It, it is, is Thursday. October 29th, 2020. We've got two more days till Halloween. We hope you are staying home and having some cool sort of Zoom party with your friends. Yeah, do a little Zoom dance. That'll be cute. This is my Zoom dance. Mine is this. <laughs> All right, so we're here to talk about new comic books. Heather. I will begin. Yeah, I actually have this book, but I did not read it. So. Yes, um, I did not have any books this week that Champ didn't have, so this is a, a different kind of week. So this is <laughs> The Last God. This is Songs of Lost Children. Um, this is a one-shot within the series. Uh, this story takes place... Okay, so The Last God is present time and then the story the original story is 30 years it was 30 years right yeah 30 years beforehand so this one takes place 20 years after the original or 10 years after the original event so it would be 20 years before our current timeline within the story i don't know why that was so confusing 10 20 30 like that (laughs) jeez um, so this follows um, the Queen Sianth. Is that how we determine that yeah, that's, that's her name? Yeah, that's how we've song? been doing it. Okay. And her handmaiden, Nikeo. They are just going on a cute little mission throughout the towns to kind of determine how the cities are faring after the events of that war. Um, they stumble across this small little village of this... This man is taking in orphans, essentially, that are, like, left behind or their parents are killed. He raises them. But the kids have been going missing. Um, so her and her handmaid are trying to figure out what is happening to the children. And within that, you discover that she is not able... Well, I don't know if it's ever determined if she's not able to have kids or if things have just been happening to her so she doesn't presently have any children. Okay. So it's... It's, you know, tied in with what is happening within the Last God storyline, but also is her own little story of misery. So I really enjoyed it. I love I, a good misery story. Yeah, oh, I love misery. Um, the, it has a different artist than the Lost Last God story. <laughs> I was like, what is this book called again? Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool that they did choose a different artist for this one shot. I thought that was a, a very good idea. And I surprisingly, I don't really care for Sienth at all within the storyline, but I really liked this one one shot. I feel like I didn't, I don't know. I don't think I really like her character in the main story. Yeah. I, I know I liked her before she was queen, like when she was just. Mm-hmm. The the woman whose dad was abusive towards her, like I I thought yeah she had more she had more character I feel like than she does in the, the present timeline. I don't know. I I didn't mind her so much in here just because I feel like it was before she kind of became jaded. Yeah, I don't that, know. that's the that was the phrase phrasing I was going to yeah. use as well. Yeah. But I think, I mean, you don't need to know too much about the actual storyline to enjoy it because it does a good job of explaining, like, 
who these people yeah, are. Yeah, who they are. And since it is just like a brief look in their life, it's, I don't know. I, I would recommend it, however, if you are reading the storyline because it's it's good. I liked it. All right. Cool. I, I did read the first little bit and I did enjoy it. And I did really like the art. It was just kind of concentrate at work. Like yeah. Because of you. Because of me. No, like I said to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. not because I was like, of I could, you were on the other side of the building. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I thought I was being pretty quiet today. <laughs> All right. So now I have, excuse me, <clears throat> I have blue and green. If you follow me on Twitter, I have been nonstop talking about this book for several months and I probably won't stop talking about it for several more months because I absolutely love this book. Um, I have not finished it yet. I have not finished it yet, but I'm about halfway through or so, I would say, about. Uh, and honestly, the storytelling is really, really great. The art and colors are wonderful. Like, the design is, like, pretty cool between the pages like the chapters yeah there's a chapter break it oh, just yeah that is really cool it just like i don't know it just can i look at it oh yeah you for were talking sure about like the colors and stuff so. yeah i just feel Dang. It, it hits both of my favorite things jazz and horror i love horror and i love jazz and this is about a young a young man named Eric. He Wailing. is <laughs> that is actually the scene I was talking about. Yeah, I figured it was. I uh, saw that and I was like, Jam told me about him wailing on the sax. Uh, and he is a a teacher who gives lessons every Saturday. And his mother dies, and he goes home, and he's looking through her things. It's been a long time. There's definitely some tension there. Between his sister and what's going on, and he looks through his mother th- mother's things and finds this photo of this jazz musician, and he is very familiar with all of, a bunch of jazz musicians, and he doesn't know who this guy is, and so he needs to like he just finds this need to figure out who this like musician is, and that's what this book is about. It's so good. <laughs> like I know that I've been really really hyped about it. But honestly, this, like, just hits so fucking great. Like, I don't know how else to put it because it just, it feels at points, like, when you're seeing him play a saxophone or you're seeing a jazz club, like, it just feels like you're, like, hearing the music. Mm -hmm. It just, like, and even the way it's written and sometimes, like, the lettering and the way that's, like, presented is very much in that, like, stylized way Mm -hmm. of just, I don't know. I'm a sucker. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a, a I'm a sucker for sax. I'm a sucker for sax. I'm a sucker for jazz, but like this does a really good job and like I've been saying to a lot of other people, I feel like it just reads like an A24 like horror film. Like I just feel like if I was to take like this in a different form and be like, "Okay, how can you compare it?" That's how I could compare it. Like I could see this as an A24 film. And I could Maybe you should send everyone that has to do with it a letter and say, hey. hey, could you please make this a film? But I don't know if it would be as enjoyable because, like, you know, like... Oscar Isaac and uh, anyone would watch it. <laughs> but, just put him no. in there. But, yeah, this is uh, something I will highly, highly recommend. 
for a very long time. I think it's probably one of my new favorite books of this year, to be, like, completely honest. Very good. Very good. Thank you. I'm going to read it after you. I tried to, like, not go too hard, but I did. Oh, you went hard. (laughs) I did get a little excited. (laughs) Dumb. But, yeah, as I said on Twitter, too, like, I want a hardcover. And now, especially since I'm halfway through the book, like, unless the ending just completely fucks itself up, like, Mm -hmm. there's no way. Nothing that it could do to make you dislike it. Yeah. I I would buy it in a hardcover and, like, Nice. A second. Love that. Yeah. Love owning multiple versions of the same book. I do that too, man. <laughs> uh, all right. So now I have Lorna. This is a short little Silver Sprocket book. We've been getting a lot of Silver Sprocket yeah, books we've lately. Been, been foraying into Silver Sprocket, which, I mean, I really love all of the books that are published through mm-hmm. them quite a bit. And this is just kind of like a few, like the beginning is a few little like shorts about Lorna and how she's kind of just... A murderous girl. And my favorite part is when she was, like, connecting with this cat at the party. Yep. Because it's so relatable. I I, <laughs> yeah. I did kind of, like, read most of this when we got it in because I was like, who the hell is Lorna? It's uh, it's very nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cute. So if you love, like, you know. Murder gals. Murder gals. <laughs> and main un- underground comics. I think you'd like that. Okay. Okay. Are we, we're doing... Would you... This bug just keeps following me and I feel like maybe I'm dead and I don't realize it because... I hope not. Because that means I'm dead and oh I god. don't realize it. Oh my god. It. What did we do recently where we both could have died without realizing it? I drove a car yesterday. That's it. That was it. <laughs> maybe I didn't actually move the trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> what? So <laughs> the trash cans killed us. No, because then maybe you tried to get around it and we were slammed into by another car. Okay. The trash cans had something to do with it, I swear. Uh, yeah, we can do Bliss. I couldn't remember how. Yeah, so Bliss. Let's I can't, do Bliss. I can't remember either. Okay, so we both have Bliss. I don't know where my copy is right I'm now. I'm holding it for you. It's probably in the pile of comics that's just back here. I'm not going to talk about SNL with you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mike Myers? Um, my, uh, not my cardiologist, <laughs> my, my woman thing doctor, his name is Mike Myers, Michael Myers, gynecologist, yes. I was like, not cardiologist, what is it called? Why couldn't I think of that? I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> um. Back to bliss. Yes, we're. <laughs> Patrick, we do think you're really funny. Yeah. We just keep getting off, off topic when we do you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is Bliss. So, oh, so we're going to talk about this one. This is issue number four. Um, this issue, well, okay, in the previous issue, his dad, do you remember what his dad's name is? No. I was actually going to ask you before we started. I know it's in here. Anyway, his dad is um, on a message, or <laughs> on a mission. I'm so sorry. Patrick, you're so funny. You just like... I keep getting distracted. Um, okay, so he is on a mission pretty much to go kill the the kid's mother. So in this issue, it deals with what happens in that situation um, and then shows him getting clean off the drugs. Uh, that's what happens in the past. In the present, uh, his son is going to go get his dad and 
not there, not quite there, because his dad is on a, another mission that involves the gods. Yeah, I can't... I can't remember what his name is, and it's driving me bananas. I mean, his last name is O'Hara, so... Okay. That's that's that what I got. That's what I got out of this comic. Okay. Uh, I still really do like this book, even though we can't remember anybody's names mm-hmm. besides Perry. Pe- Perry's the main character, right. the young the young boy son. Uh, it was interesting watching his like the father go through like the withdrawal of the drugs and what it did to him. And it's just interesting too to see like the other layer that's being added to this because you kind of think that everything is going okay for Perry, but here it kind of shows you that things are not going necessarily what they seem. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also, yeah, I'm very, very much enjoying this. The art is so good. Yeah. The art is just so, so good. Um, I love how exaggerated the facial features are sometimes yeah. because there's a lot of the scenes where the mom... Um, just looks really cartoonish. Yeah, I feel like it, there's, like, a very, like, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like, they have, like, the dynamics of, like, humans. And even if even if it's not just human, it's just, like, you can see the feelings very much. Like, the facia- facial expressions are really, really well done. And I do love... Um... Damn, I thought it was going to be there. Um, <laughs> I love the way that the gods interact with the humans, to like the regular people, I mm-hmm. think it's very interesting because I don't know, they're just full of it. Yeah, I can't find this guy's name. We'll find it eventually, but you know, can't do it now. Yeah, we he's did. he's Dad O'Hara. But the thing to keep in mind with this book right now is this was issue four. Ish, the next issue doesn't come out until February. What? Yeah, flip to the back of that. I I am so shocked you did not see that. I was confused by that, to be completely honest, because I was like, issue number five is two out of ten. I didn't read that as the date. I had seen that, and I tried to figure out what that meant. So. I don't know what to say right now. (laughs) I don't know what to say. I don't know why I didn't realize that it was... February in my head it just didn't make sense I was just like this is strange so this is the type of person I am but I mean since it's not until February and it didn't say it was ending at five it didn't say final issue that's true I'm thinking it's gonna keep going I'm hoping that would be really cool because I kind of went more like background on the on the gods yeah, and stuff. Like this, this world is so like vast. It mm-hmm. seems like you could explore so much of it. Mm-hmm. And they do a really good job of like, you know, letting you know that there is a lot going on, but they don't overwhelm you with like mm-hmm. just little in- bits of information. They yeah, just, they, they give as much as they need to to tell the story. But yeah, no, I would really really like to go into like how the gods did this yeah and even if it's not you know single issues if it was just like trades or something mm-hmm. i would definitely like straight up read that because it's really intriguing yeah it's a really good story all right so now we have giga this is issue number one heather also read this i did yes i did um i only ordered the first issue i'll probably order the second issue just because i'm like i at least want to see what happens i'm curious enough yeah yeah 
Uh, so this is about a man and his robot friend. This world, these giant robots used to exist, and then they have shut down, and people now live in them. Yeah, pretty and, much. And it's, I mean, it's like a, was that him, Mega? Yeah, it's Mega. Okay. Um, but within, I mean, there's obviously different, like, sects of people, too, like, I don't know, blasphemers and stuff, but the... <laughs> Robots have a tendency to backfire, and so they're kind of dangerous, it seems like, at the same time, to even just, like, exist within them. So, but it doesn't explain, like, why they shut down or, like... Yeah. So, I think that's that's pretty interesting. Um, I really like the characters in it. I don't, like, I'm like I mentioned to Champ, I just don't really care for robots. Um... Sorry, don't let that put you off, Patrick, because the idea is actually really cool. Yeah, I and, just... and I think if you do, like, robots and big robots mm-hmm. and, like, mechs and stuff, you this is an enjoyable book. And the main character is, like, very, very intriguing. Absolutely. I I really, really like him. And I, I do, for the most part, like, all the characters that they've introduced that are a part of the story. And I'm intrigued by the robot friend. I'm, I just don't, I just don't really care about robots. Yeah. Sorry. They scare me. I guess this is a a vault joint, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll just read the back, right? Is this right? (laughs) The idea of human pilots operating gigantic mechs while defending the Earth from quality... (laughs) Quality? Equally titanic threats has enjoyed enduring popularity in various forms and mediums. Marvel Comics licensed series Shogun Warriors brought the world of Takuzatsu. Takuzatsu. I'm going to fuck that up. I Where's that up. word? Right there. An anime stomping into American... Tokusatsu. Anime, anime stomping into American comic book stores in early 1979. Patrick, you, I think you would actually really yeah. like it. Yeah. So this did not help. Mm-mm. I just... This yeah. is describing the cover of what I got. <laughs> That's why it says Vault oh. Vintage on it. That makes sense. Yeah, it's about... But it's about living robots. inside robots yeah. in a decaying world. <laughs> okay, we're gonna keep going. All right, so now we have Department of Truth. This is issue number two. There is a man that eats babies in this this book. Satan, James, Lee Harvey Oswald, James Tynan, Tynan, Tynan. God damn it, I'll do it right someday. Just hates children. Just wants to murder them on any book he's on. I love it. <laughs> love a good child murder. Uh, so this follows. What was the main? This boy. Cole. Cole. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cole has gotten back from his trip to see the edge of the world to meet the head of the Department of Truth, and now has kind of been thinking on a past. Memory? Memory, yeah. Like almost a false memory. Yeah, of his life that he can't really determine if it's real or not. And so this particular issue is following child sex cults and Satanistic child sex cults. The satanic panic that happened in like, what did they say, the 70s? Yeah, and 80s. 70s, 80s, yeah. And how that has to do with Cole's 
memory. Yeah, so it's a the art's really great in this, and yeah. it it is a little bit confusing and jumbled, but I do I do like the story still. It's just one of those where I'm I. I think that each issue is going to be talking about some weird conspiracy theory and how it has to deal mm-hmm. with like his oh, life, sure. which is fine. I just was not expecting that. I thought we were still going to be talking about the edge of the world and like the flat earth. Yeah. I was all excited about that, so I was like, "Yeah, flat earth, here we go." And then I'm sure. Like, oh, Satan. Yeah, I'm sure we'll definitely get back into that. Yeah. I just think too, like with this, like this has the like, because I don't know. Just, like, all of the stuff of, of recently with, like, you know, Wayfair and stuff and mm-hmm. QAnon, like, once again. Uh, like, this has that continuance, like, avail- it's relevant. Yeah, availability. And I think that's, like, why he's kind of trying to revisit it, too. Mm-hmm. Also, the reoccurring character. Yeah, the lady with the no eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to know who she is. Yeah. And why she keeps showing up in my comics. Okay, so then next we have, we both have this, but, you know, we both are not holding oh, yeah. on to it. Sorry. Um, I, I am going to put wind on my profile after after right. this, so. Okay, so this is oh, wind. shit, I ruined it, I guess. Oh, well, I ruined it, too, for someone on accident. Um, this is when, this is issue five. This is final issue of this, this part of the series. That's all I'm going to say. Um, this concludes, um, you know, getting... Wind and his friends getting to to safety. Um, I don't. I really don't want to get into it too much. But you find out who the bandage man is. You see Wind kind of get his confidence. Mm-hmm. Is what I will say. Um, York, the prince, understands why or tries to understand why he is the way he is and wants to change. Yeah. Um, and they all kind of. Do what they need to do to get where they need to be. Um, I this issue made me cry, and I felt like such a baby the other night because not because anything, not because it's like sad, but because I was just so full of like hope, and I hadn't felt that in so long that it just felt so strange, and I didn't know how to react, so I started crying. Yeah, he didn't just like straight up murder somebody this time. Yeah, I know. He didn't murder the child this time. It was so like bright and like uplifting Mm -hmm. that I could not control my emotions and I just like started crying I love this book I think the colors really like add to that too Mm -hmm. because it really like hits those tones yeah like Like when when they bring the fucking yellows in I was like damn dude stop that that is where I lost it I was like (gasps) and then just started crying I got made fun of by my husband (laughs) I actually didn't cry on this one. I don't know why, but I did enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. I wasn't expecting to cry. I think that's why it like like kickstarted it because I started feeling that where I was just like, oh my god, what is happening? And then I just got like so overwhelmed with like just happiness. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, I know that feeling. Yeah, it was like, what is this feeling that I'm feeling that I haven't genuinely felt in? Now I gotta make it, get it out of my body and cry. Yeah, I gotta just let it just leave my body. This is the only way I know how to do it. (laughs) And then I just cried. So. Uh, good. My life. Wind, yes. I get it. And yeah, no, that book's really great. It is like, it is very hopeful the whole way through, though. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I am really excited to see, like, what they do with the next story arc. I wasn't necessarily expecting it to continue. Even, uh, no, I wasn't either. Even though I was like, I don't think it's supposed to end, but, like, that. if you, yeah. That. But, mm. but, yeah. Um, and I assume it has something to do with why it concluded the way that it did, mm-hmm. which I am... I am excited. It doesn't start until May, though, so you'll have plenty of time to read all this and yeah, catch the trade. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good idea, Patrick. Thank you for the suggestion. Okay. okay. I'll do it. <laughs> Groovy, baby. <laughs> it's Michael Myers, I know. Right? <laughs> I know. That was, that was Mike. Just plain old Mike. Um, His so name is Michael now. We have the autumnal. This is issue number two. <laughs> this is a horror story. Um, this is Kat and her daughter Sybil. They are in the town of Comfort Notch. Is that what it is? Um, for Kat's mother just recently died, so they're going to get the keys to her house. They miss her funeral. They end up, um, you know, I think they've been down and out on their luck several times, so they kind of know what, what it... Yeah, what it's like. Yeah, so they're just, like, hanging out in the park, and it's raining and stuff, and just sleeping there. Whatever, I'm not going to judge Kat for her parenting. Mine would be just as bad. Um, but here... You, but you would have a house. You'd be like, please just sleep on that bench out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. My kids would not be allowed in the house. Kids are disgusting. Um... <laughs> Sorry, that was. I love kids. You don't have to lie here. Yeah, I just didn't. Want this to is s- our our thing. You I know. didn't want to seem as dreadfully disgusted by kids as I normally am because it just makes me sound cold most of the time. I'm not. Anyway, back to this. Autumnal. So within this uh, town of Comfort Notch, there is a weird. I I don't want to I don't know the proper term for it but they're all weirded out by leaves. Yeah. Um kind of scared. Yeah, and and it seems like every autumn <laughs> something weird happens within the town because they're all really really picky about breaking their leaves and getting rid of all the leaves and stuff. So I'm excited to see what kind of witch comes out of them because clearly there's a leaf witch. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. As a witch, you would know. Yes. Um, but she gets to know a couple of the kids in the neighborhood, and she does not get off to a good start with the neighbors. So no. It is a very bad foot. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there's, like, strange customs and stuff within the town that she is not familiar with because she did live in Comfort Notch when she was a child, but I don't think that she had, like, an understanding of the things that happened there. No, because she only stayed till she was, like, nine. Okay, that's right, yes. Um, so, yeah, all the strange things that are happening are very normal to the people that live there, but not to her because she left. So, that's what that is. Good little horror book. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I think the art... Um, fits the, the tone of the story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and does a really good job. And I I personally, I love autumn as a season just because of the colors. Yeah. And I think that they do a really good job of, like, capturing the leaves and stuff in this. Yeah. So. Agreed. And there is a really good panel in there that is just, like, classic horror. Mm, and Eerie. It's eerie. It's perfect. I, I love it. 
effect. Yeah, it's yeah, it's and really th- really good at doing subtle horror. Yeah, and I think that's something that's re- like this, I was talking to Chris about this last night. I think it's really hard to pull off in comics, mm-hmm. like because your eyes always do tend to travel in comics. So did like. I don't know, for me, I, I didn't see what I was supposed to see, so it was, like, even more, like, huh. Right. And then I was like, oh, okay. Because it, it does play out, like, in a lot of horror movies, like, especially older horror movies that really, they didn't focus on, like, the gore or the jump scares. It was more about the the slow burn, mm-hmm. like, horror. And, and yeah, I, those, yeah. like, little subtle, like, mm-hmm. scares where it's just like, oh, there's somebody in the darkness, but the... Yeah, did I really see that? Or, yeah. 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 It's like, oh, this was just, like, Claus, our friend. <laughs> I don't know why we have a friend named Claus, but whatever. It is what it is. It's not even Claus or, like, Santa Claus. It's, like, Claus. That's what I thought you were saying. It's like, <laughs> who's Claus? <laughs> okay. So, moving on. Moving on up. We've got An Unkindness of Ravens. This is issue number two as well. I do want to say that these both got accidentally added to my pull file because of Heather. <laughs> and I'm actually not real mad about it because I, I wasn't going to add either of these books for like a multitude of different reasons. But I really do enjoy both of them quite a bit. With Good, like, I'm glad. Because this reminds me of a goddamn Archie book, to be honest with you. It, no, it really does. Like, especially this issue when I was reading it, I think the art style is very similar to it. And then the type of teenage interactions. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, it really reminds me of that too. But like, probably an older Archie horror. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, this is our, our new pal, Wilma. Um she is a, a new student at this school. Uh, at the school, a girl had gone missing who looks exactly like her. She's being kind of torn in two different directions uh, with against the like the popular girls who want something to do with her for whatever reason. We haven't really figured out like why she's being so weird about it. And then the other group, which they're called the, just the Ravens, the Ravens, right? yeah. Um, they are witches, and the girl who's missing was a part of their group. So they're trying to, I guess, recruit Wilma, for yeah. lack of a better word. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's more so, not necessarily try to recruit her as much as make her f- realize that this is where she belongs. Like, right. she is actually somebody who has power and is not, I guess, potentially evil, because I feel like that's kind of what we're alluding to. Right, yeah, that makes being sense. being a popular girl. Or maybe it's just because I'm a fucking nerd and popular people freak me out. Yeah. Um, I'm very put off by the popular kids in this book, too. Like, normally I am, too, for the exact same reasons. <laughs> I don't like popular girls. They're mean. They shove me in lockers. High school was fucking shitty, dog. Yeah. I, I, I hated it. I hate any. I will make a list and we'll read it off next time of all the popular girls that I just don't like. Anyway, I forgot their names. I will never forget their <laughs> names. Um, so yeah, the popular girl is really creepy and I don't like her. But her brother is apparently very hot, and Wilma wants something to do. He with looks him. like Luke Perry. Maybe that's why. Because I, <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, Wilma, get it. Yeah, I can't. That, there, yeah. right there, that is Luke Perry. Yep. If I've ever seen a drawing of Luke Perry in my life. You know I love Luke Perry. I know. But yes, this is issue number two. There's only four issues on this series. 
I believe that's right. Yeah. I feel like I had seen that recently. I feel like it was even like, in the book. Back. Back of the book. I know there... <laughs> just kidding. Not... Um, but I know there wasn't supposed to be too many. And I feel like I remember seeing four and being like, that's an odd number for a book. I wonder how they're going to tie that up. But, yeah. And even more so, I'm curious now that I have read that. Mm. See, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like the pacing is off. I don't know how they're going to... Like, yeah. what kind of story is it that they're going to be able to able tell to be like... Bruh. Yeah. It's, it's curious. All right. So, if your children are in the room... Exit. Which I hope they're not. Once again, I we have this conversation, like, almost every week. I tell you all the time. <laughs> Please don't let your li- children listen to us, uh, especially when we're talking about murdering them. We have sex criminals. This is issue number 69. This is the last issue. And we've got some good covers for you. This is our cute little just regular photo cover. And our very good Aljami cover. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, it's pretty nice. I love this so much. Yeah. Uh, I, I did actually read this issue of Sex Criminals. Uh, I was telling my boss the other day, this is a little bit of a bittersweet moment for me because this is one of the first comics to bring me back into collecting comics and reading comics and working at a comic book store, meeting you, doing all of this shit. Like, so... Don't cry, please. I can't handle it. <laughs> we have too many gross emotions inside of us. Yeah, it sucks. We need to purge. So, yeah, like... It's really, like... It is. It's bittersweet in, like, a, a weird way. Because even if I've had a multitude of things to say about sex criminals, good and bad... I've continued on with it. I've enjoyed it no matter what. The jokes are always funny. The characters are always very well developed. And even as, like, fragmented as the story is, it's still very full. And I know you were saying that it does a really good job of capturing, like, a relationship between two people who have a lot in common but also are two different people. Yeah, and I think think it also does a really good job of just... Especially, like, in this issue in particular, just, like, kind of hitting on human emotion and just relationships in general, like, friendships. And, you know, this issue is supposed to take place, like, 30 issues after the last issue I read, or 30-plus issues. And it's about a wedding, And it's all about old friends coming together after not seeing each other for a long time. And it's about, you know, they go to a wedding reception and he does such a great job of capturing, like, those moments that you have, especially at a wedding reception Mm -hmm. where you're just, like, you want to dance and you want to have fun and you want to catch up with all of these people because you've always cared about them. And that moment is just so, so meaningful and then, you know, you're all the stragglers at the end of the night. You stay there until the end to get to know each other better, and you don't want to let go. I thought you were going to start crying. <laughs> I was, like, waiting for it. No, it's just, I think... Satisfying in that sense. Yeah, it's very, like, satisfying because it's really real. <laughs> like, it's just so real to, like, have those moments and feel those moments. 
and then be like, oh, okay. And then that concludes the story. Yeah, and that kind of concludes the story, and it's just, I don't know, man, I'm a sucker for, like, relationships, for sure, and on, like, any dynamic and any level, and I, I don't know, I think Fraction really, really captures it, like, Chip's art really does a great job, too, it's just, this book has a weird amount of heart for what it's about, it's just, like, I don't know what the fuck happened here. <laughs> like, well, now I'm going to have to read it because I read that first trade and really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then I've obviously been hearing you talk about it like since we've been doing this. Yeah. Which, by the way, has been two years. We've been doing this for <laughs> two years now. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's a book I would suggest. It is something where I, I would let people know, like, there are parts of it I don't like. There are, like, story arcs where I was just like, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. But there are other points, and that's the biggest part of the book, and it's most of it. It's just, like, I do really love the writing. I love the art all the way through. I think even the moments I didn't like have significance within the story. Mm -hmm. And I think that also plays into the the outside factor of, like, what Fraction and Zadarsky put into this book, too. Like, a little bit of themselves... And just, I don't know, the way they did it, like, the way, like, you have Matt's, like, author's notes in the back, the time where they broke the fourth wall, and we're basically just talking about, like, these, like, problems that, like, Matt was having, and, like, I don't know, it's just, like, once again, it's just got a lot of heart. I'm gonna Are stop talking. Are you pleased overall? Is yeah. My final yeah, thing. I mean, you know, I... What, this is seven years of reading comic books, and I, fuck, man. Yeah, there, so there cool. are also boobs and dicks, so that's cool. Uh, I don't know, yeah, I don't think I'm mad about it at all. I, you know, it's not like when I finish Outcast, <laughs> and I'm gonna just, that like, take, take a deep, like, sigh of relief. Or, you know, when I read the last issue of Saga without re- realizing it, I I just, I don't know. This was great. Oh my god, Saga. <laughs> I can't. I... That's why I'm just, I'm just saying, I feel like I've read the last issue of Saga. We've all read the last issue of Saga. We didn't know it. Ryan K. Vaughn was like, hey... This would what, be real funny. What if I just play the biggest joke ever? I'm still going to have to write him a letter about Prince Robot because... I... No. Okay. I'm not getting into it. So now... This is not a saga cast. <laughs> We've got... No, saga is not done. As far as we as know. As far as we know. Uh, It was just, you know... It was a year and a half ago they took the hiatus, which they said would be about a year. Wait, right. it's been almost two years. Oh, yeah, no, I guess, yeah, it's been about two years. Has it been two years? Well, because it would have been in... Like, May. Yeah. I, thought, I don't know. I don't know. My time is is all off. I'm just so mad still. Regardless, the break was much longer, and then they've been pretty tight-lipped about it. Though Brian K. Vaughn did allude to them working on it, it just, uh, you know, feels like it's, mm-hmm. it's just, I'm, I'm going to have no hope. Let's just say that. I lost all my hope after issue 53. 
Um, so now, exoswords. Yes, this is exoswords. Stasis. This is obviously issue one. This is uh, 11 of 22 of exoswords. And this issue is all about the contestants of, sorry, sword bearers of Arako coming together. They're forming their little group, their 10 contestants. Um, I don't, I don't really, I think that's it. I think that's all we need to explain is them that getting their group together and then our mutants coming to this other world Mm -hmm. to prepare for battle. And the other side is also getting their bearers ready. Yes. Yes. They're all preparing. Um, I just got to say, I I think I had said this last week with X-Men that Apocalypse just gets cooler and cooler every issue that I'm reading. I love Apocalypse so much. I would give him the biggest hug and then be like, you know what? We're the same. I really, I, I feel like I really, really relate to Apocalypse. <laughs> And I don't know if that's just because I really hard want to relate to Apocalypse because I'm a tiny person and I love big people and I always want to be a big person, but... It's funny you say that. (laughs) I mean, you know who I am. I know. I just... Because I really related to Cable in this scene. I'm not going to lie. I had read it and I was like, same, buddy. I also just think that's something I would do, too. Just like, No! Yeah, no, you absolutely, because that would be my reaction as well. Like that, when I got those three tarot cards that I was telling you about, I read it and I was like, are you kidding me? I was so mad about it. So Cable's reaction would have been mine for sure. Uh, Once again, still love Nexus Swords. I did see a tweet recently that from a reviewer who was saying that, you know, that's a 22 issue series about swords and we haven't seen any sword fights. Um, excuse me, Magic was trying to teach Doug. That was a sword fight. Well, and I mean, there's so many, like, other things that are going on that are also just, like, infinitely better. Like, honestly, I think we have another, like, 11 issues of fucking sword fights. Yeah, and I mean, it's it has to build up to the event. Like, that's what it's doing. Like, if you haven't seen a sword fight and you're upset about it, Maybe you should stop reading. You don't deserve the sword fight. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I was just... I mean, I agreed with it because I understood, like, the sentiment, but also I was just like, come on, man. Like, have you ever read any sort of fantasy book? It takes forever <laughs> for anything to happen. Like, God damn. It's like a game of chess. Just be patient and shit will happen. And I mean, you know, they're all getting their swords, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I, I like the whole I, process. And I knew that was going to be, like, a problem with people. Like, I knew people would not like that. Did I'll, they think it was just going to be 22 issues of just, like, swords flying everywhere, like, without think, any explanation? I also think it was being somebody being sassy. I hope so, because I just got heated. <laughs> I know. I was, like, I, I was just bringing this up as, like, a point. I didn't realize you were going to get so... Uh, so up in arms. I did up in swords is what it is, and I didn't realize that's what was going to happen either. But it is what it is. Maybe they just don't like tarot cards. <laughs> okay. Maybe they're just like, you know what? I'm not digging on this tarot aspect. I would rather just see people fighting with swords. Speaking of tarot, I love that they're always broken down, like because. 
I personally love tarot cards, but I don't understand what any of them mean. I just like the designs on a lot of them, whatever. So when they've got their cards, when they are all get pulled, I don't know what they mean all the time. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I understand, like I know what death means, like the card itself. I don't know what that has to do with like the event though, because it's all about interpretation. Yeah. So yeah, I liked reading what they mm-hmm. represent. Right. Oh my god, I forgot about yeah that, that face. face. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's good. There are some really good faces in here, especially when it comes to Apocalypse, because every face that he does make, I'm like, damn dude, so much emotion on in this face where there's no expression. Also, I just wanted to crush my skull so I die. Like, <laughs> like that? Yeah, like that. That is your head, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. And that's me trying to stop myself from eating all the Oreos that I have in the <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> what that is okay okay so that's, that's it that's exosword stasis once again definitely would say check out that event after it's over i mean i guess if you have the time to and the money go, right go grab all of an issues um i would say like wait for the the trade but it's a hardcover and it's a hundred dollars because they just love doing that to people because that's what i was gonna do i was that's why i didn't like sign up for it because i was like i'll just get the trade like i'm sure they'll do like two separate trades like this is the first half and then the second half and then they were like nope dropping it hardcover hundred dollars but there's going to be two different versions they're both a hundred dollars they're doing like they did with house and powers where they had like the main cover and then they had a variant cover which they're both fucking cool yeah i'm not gonna drop a hundred dollars on it sorry guys i mean maybe it's a good good uh christmas present ask be like just give me a hundred bucks so i can buy this in the future all right i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna say wendy order that for me i told you or or here's the deal buy some shirts from us oh yeah so heather can buy the x of swords hardcover for every shirt, I'll put a dollar towards my X of Swords. Okay, so okay. seriously, that's it. That's it. We love you. Thanks for watching, as always, or listening, whatever the fuck you're doing. Go buy comics. Wear a mask. Anything, dog. Don't touch anyone. <laughs> if you need to cry, let it out. Um, uh, just be safe. Stay at home. Yeah, if you need a friend, send us a message. We probably will not try to answer it. Champ will read it at least. I will at least read it, and I I will be like, oh, I'm going to answer this, and then I will have to do schoolwork. And I will say the same thing, except I don't do schoolwork. I sleep. <laughs> anyway, take care. Yes, see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.